Today we are talking with folks from Make a Wish America. And the one quote that stuck with me this morning as I was doing a little bit of homework as I do before the show is that children with critical illness need a spark to give them the strength to fight through it. And that that just hit me. Uh, and I want to say that again. Children with critical illness need a spark to help them fight to get through it. That's pretty awesome. I'm not quoting it word for word, but it was something that I read and it stayed with me. And that is the foundation of Make-A-Wish America. And with me today is Bill Trigg, the CEO of Make-A-Wish Northeast New York. And Ray Golick, who is also a member of the Vibe Tribe. But Bill, you are also a member of the Vibe Tribe. It's official today. As <laughs> soon, cl- soon as you click that follow button, you've become a member. So I hope you click it before you go. And Ray Golick is a manager of volunteer engagement. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you this morning? Good morning, Joe. Great. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Ray, you're doing all right? Good morning, Bill. Yeah, we're good morning, Bill. Good morning, Joe. Nice to see you again this morning. It's my pleasure. It's great to have you both here. So so uh, hopefully you guys have a coffee with you because this is just coffee at the table. Cheers. Cheers. Ray, where's Cheers. your coffee? I, no coffee. I got a nice tea <laughs> over there. Right. I, I'm not a caffeine person, so. You're not? You're not a your caffeine? Energy, your energy is enough for me, Joe. That's yeah. all. <laughs> Boy, I, I don't know if everybody agrees with that, but that's okay. I'll go with that. Um, so, Bill, I'm going to start with you. First, let me say thank you for joining us on the show today. It's a pleasure to have you here. And, it's a uh, pleasure to be here. Yeah, we're going to have some fun, and, and I know you guys have some really good stuff to share. But I, wa- I want to learn a little bit about you. How long have you been with the organization? Why did you choose this as your career? So um, I've actually I've, I've been in the nonprofit sector uh, in nonprofit management for uh, 35 years now. Uh, I've been with Make a Wish uh, Northeast New York for 15 years of that. Uh, prior to that, I was the uh, CEO of the New York State Trooper Foundation, which is the uh, charitable arm of the New York State Police. And um, I, that, you know, I had a good 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 21 year uh, stint with them. And uh, then I decided it was, uh, I had done my duty for God, the state police, and it was time to move on to a new opportunity. And, and that opportunity became Make-A-Wish Northeast New York. What drew me to Make-A-Wish, Joe, uh, was the, uh, the fact that, you know, that, that, that this organization really uh, is, is designed to help kids and families in crisis, particularly kids, as you mentioned, who have critical illnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, while we focus on those wish kids, um, you know, obviously the the uh, the impact of that illness or condition that the child has actually affects the entire family and extended family and so on. So everybody is is is, is affected by that. And uh, the whole point of Make a Wish is to be able to provide a uh, an opportunity, uh, a, a gift of a wish for that child or teenager to help them to get through that that challenging time, you know in their life when they're done, when they're dealing with that critical illness or condition. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing, an amazing uh, foundation. And I, and I want to say thank you for your service because uh, there's a lot of work that goes into this. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes into this, which is why we have people like yourself and Ray uh, to, to uh, take the reins and run with it and, and guide the rest of the people that are involved. Um right. You know, what's interesting is one of my questions I had for you, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll, I'll literally get up in the middle of the night and I'm like, okay, what am I going to ask? <laughs> you know what I mean? And this question, you know, it, it comes, comes to mind is how often is a wish granted? And then the first thing I read on your website, and I want you to talk about this because it blew my mind. It blew my mind. It said a wish is granted every 34 minutes. That's correct. And now that, that's across the United States. So just to give you a perspective, you know, our Northeast New York chapter, we're one of 60, 60, 60 chapters across the United States. Um, and nationally, we are now granting uh, in the uh, just shy of 16,000 wishes a year. Wow. Um, now that's going to be, uh, and, and later on, we'll talk about the, the impact of the pandemic 
upon um, you know our work and, and so on. But uh, but yeah, we've uh, every year we've been getting we've been getting better about granting more and more wishes every year. There are more than twenty seven thousand boys and girls every year across the United States that are diagnosed with a critical illness that would qualify them for a wish for Make-A-Wish. Um, and the fact that we're granting over about 16,000 of those now, you know, while we're, that's, that's a good number, but we know there's still a lot more kids out there that we can and should be serving. So we have a lot of work to do yet to, to be able to reach every eligible child. And that's our vision in Make-A-Wish, Joe, uh, is, that, is to, is to uh, we want to grant the wish of every eligible child. Um, so that's that's important to us, and that's, that's something that um, the the national leadership, as well as all the the chapter leadership across the country, are committed to to helping to achieve over time. That's amazing. I mean, it it really blew my mind when I read every thirty four minutes. Though, when you think yeah. about it, what a what an amazing organization to uh, to be able to provide that. I mean, I, I'm sure there are a lot of children out there maybe they don't even know about the organization or or the parents haven't taken the step how do you find a child how do you identify this is a child that we would like to help that's a great question and so the way that the way it works in make a wish show is that we work very closely with the pediatric medical community um, especially like in our area we work closely with children's hospital albany medical center where most of our referrals come from and so we work with the medical the pediatricians and 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 the uh, pediatric specialists to educate them about our mission um and to engage them in the and and how and how they can refer a child or teenager that that would qualify um over the course of the last 10 years um make a wish america our our, our parent down in phoenix has, has done a great job in terms of really developing um the infrastructure for how for for developing that referral process better we've we've identified we've developed um, as an organization, uh, fact sheets on all the different kinds of, of qualifying conditions that would that would uh, uh, qualify a child for a wish, and then uh, giving those to the medical uh, professionals so that they know, okay, yeah, this would qualify, this would not qualify, so that it's it's almost a seamless process now. Uh, as far as you know, getting referrals, you know, from the medical community. Now, at the same time, we also, you know, we welcome referrals from the families themselves, uh, or, or you know, members of the extended family, and also even the, the kids themselves can refer themselves to us. So you've got the, the rich kids themselves, the families, and then the and the medical community. But the medical community, by and large, does most of the uh, you know it really fuels the referrals to us. Yeah, well, that make, it makes total sense actually when you. When you think about it, because any child or any person who is at a critically ill stage, they're dealing with doctors and nurses and hospitals, right? Exactly. The, the, um, the, the, I'm going to go back to the, to what I read on the website of, uh, make a wish provides the spark to the child that's needed for strength to fight the illness right mental their mental um well-being has a lot to do with the fight well it does and so we so we talk you know in a a former iteration of our of our mission statement which by the way our mission statement is that together and that means together everybody there's a lot of different people that come together to to make a wish possible uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later but um you know together we grant life transforming life-changing wishes for kids with critical illnesses and and that life-changing is an important element because in, in, a, in a former um uh statement of our Christian statement we talked about you know that we provide hope strength and joy we still use those words you know we hope for the you know we, we give these kids um uh joy for the present hope for the future and then the strength to get through this difficult time with whatever medical condition or, or illness that they're dealing with. Um, and, and that hope is really important. I mean, you know, we are as, as our, as our national uh, board president has said, you know, we are in the business of hope, um, you know, giving these wish kids and their families hope that, um, that they will get through this, this trying time uh, through their wish experience. And for a lot of these kids, Joe, uh, and I'm very proud of this fact about Make-A-Wish, you know, more than 80%, I mean, in, in, at least in our chapter, more than 80% of our wish kids um, survive into adulthood. 
Wow. Um, so, so there's, you know, while there's a big misperception out there still that we grant wishes only for dying or terminally ill children. Right. That's, that is not the case anymore. Most of our wish kids do, you know, survive into adulthood. And we talk about the wish experience being part of the medic, quote unquote, medicine to help these kids get better. And I, actually, the, the, the fact of the matter is a wish experience really inspires the kids, the families, the wish granters, everybody and anybody who's, 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 who's has a part or is touched by that wish is inspired by what that wish can do. Yeah. And, I, and I, I, I would love to share a story with you about a wish teen that we had uh, a number of about 10 years ago by the name of Emily uh, from Queensbury, New York, um, who had a heart transplant. And while she was in the hospital recovering, you know, she, she obviously qualified for the wish. Um, she was playing a, 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 a video game. Uh, and, and, uh, she, uh, I forget the name of it now, but she, uh, that, that playing that video game really got her through that, that time of her transplant and the recovery. Um, so when she was approached about having a wish, she said, well, she says, I would, I would love to meet the people that created this. Oh, it was called Guild Wars was the name of the, of the, uh, um, the video game and the company called arena now was based on in seattle uh, washington so she said i would love to go and meet the people that created guild wars so we arranged for her and her parents to go out to seattle she had a great time out there meeting she actually they were actually uh, developing the uh, the second edition of the guild wars uh, and they actually created a character around her um, wow. for this, for this second uh, iteration of, of the game. And so she got a chance to meet all the creators and, and learn the process of how they make the video game and so on and so forth. She was a superstar with these folks. That's amazing. So much so that, uh, after she came back, she, she, she completed high school, um, was a valedictorian of her class. And then she was invited by arena net. She got a all paid, uh, uh, all expense paid, um, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, internship. To go back out to arena and work with the company for the summer are you serious no i'm not and, and so and then she went on to harvard university for for college that's amazing so, that's beautiful yeah so she you know, her wish really inspired her this is what i like inspired her to do more and to be more with her life than anybody would have thought possible and that to me is the real magic of make-a-wish is how it inspired these kids do more and to be more with their lives. Yeah, yeah, that's, oh my gosh. I got chills when you when you just told that story. I mean, and how awesome of that, of the uh, gaming company, you yeah. know, obviously she had an impact on their lives too, that, you know, oh, she did. years yeah. later, she she's doing great. an internship there. That's incredible. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I, you know what I think is, is um, interesting? And, and I know it has no, no connection, or maybe it does, but you said that you worked uh, with the state police Nonprofit, right? Make yeah. Make a Wish was founded. Wasn't one of the first cases a child wanted to be a police officer? Yeah. So, so the genesis of Make a Wish, the Make a Wish Foundation, uh, was back in eight, in nineteen eighty. Um, there was a, a seven year old boy at the time by the name of Chris Gracious, down in Phoenix, who had leukemia, and uh, at that time, you know, leukemia uh, was uh, pretty much a fatal. So a fatal disease for young kids and so on. Um, so uh, his mom, Linda, uh, had a good friend and they were going to uh, uh, college together. And um, um, Kate was her friend. So Kate went back to her. Her husband was a, a um, U.S. Customs officer down in Phoenix and learned about uh, Chris and learned that Chris wanted to uh, he wanted to grow up to be a police officer and catch the bad guys. That's so awesome. He 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 <laughs> got he got together with some friends from the Arizona Department of Public Safety, which is you know the Arizona State Police, and together they made arrangements for Chris to be a, a Arizona State Trooper for a day down in Phoenix. They took him for a helicopter ride over the city, then they took him to their training facility, and he got a chance to ride in a troop car on an, on a, a, a trooper motorcycle. And then they took him to meet the state police superintendent who presented him with his own custom made Arizona state trooper uniform and presented him his own state trooper badge. And to this day, Chris gracious is still the only honorary Arizona state trooper in the history of that. Is agency. that? Wow. Wow. That's an incredible story. So the unfortunate thing is that Chris died about three days after his wish was granted. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, 
the people that helped make his wish possible, especially the police officers, they came together and they said, you know what, we, we need to, th this was a magical, amazing thing that we experienced and we're part of. We need to make this possible for other kids um, at that time with, with terminal illnesses. So that, so Chris's wish was the, the uh, inspiration for the creation of, of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Now, fast forward to about the early 2000s, by that time, with the advances in pediatric medical science, more and more kids were surviving these critical or uh, life-threatening uh, illnesses and conditions. So we changed our mission statement from granting wishes only for, for terminal ill kids to granting wishes for children with life-threatening medical conditions. And then we refined that definition even further a few years ago to say we grant wishes for kids with critical illnesses. Wow. Wow. It's... And you guys have come so far. And so you go from this child wanting to be a police officer, right? To right. granting a wish every 34 minutes. That's right. And, and really, when you think about it, you said it, would you say 1980? 1980. 1980. Yeah. So that really isn't a long time. You guys have done no, a not. lot in that, in that little window in the big scheme of things. That's not a, you know, 1980s is. Well, in fact, I mean, actually, we're celebrating, we're celebrating our 40th, you know, anniversary this year, um, you know, from, uh, of, the, of, the, of, of Chris's wish that inspired the creation of Make-A-Wish. Wow. Um, and, uh, and we talk about the fact that, you know, when you look at it over the course of those 40 years, um, the, the, the network of supporters and stakeholders and so on that we've developed, I mean, it really is, it really takes a lot of different people and organizations to make wishes come true. And uh, one of the great things about Make-A-Wish, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, is our ability to be able to bring people and organizations and groups together to be able to make those wishes happen on a daily basis across the country. Yeah, yeah. I want to remind our, our viewers that uh, just jumped into the room. We're talking with Bill Trigg, uh, the CEO of uh, Make-A-Wish America for the uh, Northeast New York uh, chapter, and Ray Golick, who is the manager of volunteer engagement. Now, Ray, you sent me a video, and I'm so anxious to play this video because it's such an amazing story of a child. And I'm, the first one I'm going to play is is of the princess because it's just it's adorable. I mean. It, it's just it's amazing to me um is this somebody that was local I, I didn't get a chance to really dissect the video but why don't you tell me a little bit about this uh video so princess trinity was actually a wish from help me again bill where she was from was it uh, was wisconsin. wisconsin wisconsin and they reached out to us and um they found a castle in the um Bolton Landing area, and they reached out to our chapter to see if we could help make her wish come true. We call it a wish assist. So all the chapters work together to make the wishes come true and for the best possible experience. Like They might come to us to see snow. We might send them to Florida to see Disney. But all the chapters work together to grant the wishes to the best possible experience so they have the best possible wish experience. And what's really cool about Trinity's wish is um, it shows the community coming together. Um, between all the catering, between the Renaissance Festival, between so many different pieces coming together and work together and be, and develop this magical experience for the wish child and their family. So it really is unforgettable. Yeah, it's and that's uh, pretty impressive on because I never gave that any thought on how you guys network from one division to the other and and pass that baton around to make it happen for this child by the way joe i mean you know for your listeners i mean that's one of the other great things about make-a-wish is that um you know we have our parent make-a-wish america down in phoenix but then, then there's the 60 chapters and each of the chapters is its own separate charity 501c3 charity so you know the money that we raise in each chapter stays local to help local kids in that chapter region. And, 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 and then also, you know, the, those chapters work on granting the wishes for the kids within their geographic region. Um, but sometimes, you know, these kids, you know, they want to have a wish granted, like to go, you know, to another part of the country or whatever, like in, in Trinity's case, um, the Wisconsin chapter determined that, you know, we had a location here in our chapter that would work perfectly for her wish. And so we were glad to assist, you know, and help make that wish come true for her, for her. Yeah. Beautiful. Let me play the video because this is, this is the perfect timing. I'm going to, and now it's, it's princess Trinity. 
Princess Trinity. Princess Trinity. I'll be right back with you guys. So you're waking up to the vibe here, and uh, we're talking with uh, Make-A-Wish America, and watch this video on Princess Trinity right here. Before I knew it, she had come out of her room, her coloring book was done, and she said, I want to meet a queen. I have cystic fibrosis. It should be important to make people like that, that feel special. So I thought, what's the most fun thing for me that I can think of? And I came up with this. And what, what was that wish, in, in your words? To yeah. meet a queen. And he won. By royal decree, dear honourable majesties, Queen Elizabeth and King Richard, do hereby extend their welcome to the most regal Princess Trinity. <laughs> have to say that we have been very excited mm -hmm. about this journey it's not something that we would have been able to really put together uh, you know on our own and we let her know there would be like a bunch of firsts of mm -hmm. um, she was excited to be on her first airplane ride she could remember and you know being in this sort of an establishment of having a fancy evening and yeah. uh, all of those important firsts uh, she's very much been looking forward to very much so Watching them come down the stairs just now, that was pretty special for me. Mm -hmm. oh, they are royal to the core. <laughs> it's just been wonderful to be encouraged by other wish kids, former wish kids that are now adults. Uh, finding several of those yeah. um, on the journey. Yep. Yeah, and it's, it's like a, a secret club that you don't know you're in until you're in it and having mm -hmm. people just encourage us. Mm -hmm. People knowing her by name. Yes. We had several like the surprises of people jumping up and saying, oh, this must be Princess Trinity, um, that they knew in advance. Um, and that seeing that kind of surprise on her face of realizing that they not only knew that someone was coming, but they knew her specifically by name. Um, we have the experience of, yeah, like even the pirate troop jumped up and immediately recognized her and, and uh, traveled with her for a ways, mm -hmm. uh, which was a special thing. To have an encouragement like this that we can take with us that we're not alone that there are other people out there who are rooting for us that care about us and our story is really helpful we are so grateful so grateful for Make-A-Wish who has made this better than I could ever have planned a trip the bar is set really high for other wish kids um I would say to them, just trust me, this is going to be amazing.
waking up to the vibe and we are talking to make a wish america and oh my gosh that is just incredible let me switch gears over here great job guys great job I'm watching it, and and uh, I, all I could think is how amazing for the family as a whole. I mean, imagine watching your kid experience this. I mean, so exactly. I mean, it's it's yeah. uh, very yeah. Our program team did an incredibly wonderful job making that making Trinity's wish come true, and you know, pulling together a lot of different organizations and resources. And as Ray said, I mean, there was a there was a real community effort that made that wish possible and that's again that's part of the magic of make-a-wish is how people come together and 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 often in a very selfless manner to say you know as soon as i hear make-a-wish what do you need how can i help and and it's just it's, it's wonderful it's just really wonderful yeah it is that's why at the end of the video i actually let all the credits scroll because <laughs> I, not only was i reading them but i'm like wow there were a lot of people involved that's right and even the day of the event, the people in costume and everything, just what a fantastic job you guys are doing. Uh, how does, uh, how do, where do you, where do you start? Like, like for yourself, like, okay. So, you know, the hospital calls, we have a child, um, you know, whatever their illness is, where do you start when you go to work to grant this wish? So the way that, so that's a great question because it really has to do with how does wish granting work, um, and the way it works is uh, well first of all as we mentioned you know it starts with um, the referral of, of a child or teenager you know from from the medical community or from the family um, and then um, the, the, when when the, when a child gets referred to us um, that referral goes to our uh, manager of medical referral outreach and she takes the information and then uh, she then we, we verify with the child's doctor or specialist that uh, he or she you know has a, has the, the condition or, or illness that would qualify them for a wish um, and then that information goes to Ray as our manager of volunteer engagement and then he assigns two volunteer wish granters um, and our volunteer wish granters are the people that actually make the wishes happen. So I, I refer to them as the as the, uh, the mortar that holds the edifice of Make-A-Wish together because right. we didn't have our wish granting volunteers, we could not fulfill our mission. Um, and so these volunteers are, are very specially trained um, and, and Ray is responsible for uh, having developed the, uh, the, the, uh, the protocols and the curriculum and so on for the, for the wish granting, uh, for the training for our wish granting volunteers. And, uh, and once they're trained, then he assigns uh, two volunteer wish granters uh, for each wish. And um, their job is to go out and to meet with the child and the family and to uh, get to know the child or the teenager and then to determine what his or her heartfelt wish is. And then uh, once, that's, uh, once that, uh, that heartfelt wish is determined, whether it's a travel wish, uh, a celebrity wish, uh, I want to have wish, or I want to be uh, an occupation wish, I want to be somebody uh, special for a day, um, then uh, they, uh, we were, our program team then works together to um, you know, pull together the resources uh, to be able to make those wishes happen. Um, now for, for one, for this one, like Trinity's, I mean, that was a, that was a very labor intensive wish that had to be done because, um, you know, it was very, it was very hands-on and involved, you know, the, the community helping out with that. Um, a lot of our travel wishes, especially Disney, for example, Disney world and Disneyland and so on. Um, those are, we have pretty good, um, you know, protocols in place for how to do those. So it's, it's, um, they're not cookie cutter by any, by any means, but, uh, but everything is pretty well spelled out in terms of how to make those happen, um, you know, fairly quickly and so on. Yeah. I could, um, I could, I could see how some of this can be complex. Yes. And something I'd like to throw in real quick, um, because you have people watching all over the country, all the make a wish chapters need like men, like the volunteers, the wish granters, so if it's something you're interested in doing, please look up your local uh, Make-A-Wish organization and reach out to them. They'll have a manager of volunteer engagement or a volunteer operations person and just say, hey, I'd like to become a wish granter. 
and they're constantly doing trainings, especially with everything going on nowadays. Um, it's something anybody can do um, with the proper training and with the right heart. Um, and please reach out to your organizations. Maybe not be a wish grantor, but maybe help out with a gala or a walk or whatever other things they have going on because they need the help across the country. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Ray, because it was actually one of my questions. You know, the, the way I'm, I'm seeing this is there's two sides to this for, for our viewers or somebody like myself who who is, you know, we've all heard of Make-A-Wish, right? And you've, you've read in the news about the kid that was granted a wish. But for, for many of us, it stops right there because you're not in the trenches it really understanding that's why you know that's why we brought you on the show but but so now there's two sides for the viewer right you could be a volunteer you can also donate right so there's there's two things so or or both (laughs) that's right or both so what i mean do you get people and i'm sure you do i mean obviously you have you have the corporations right that get behind it and and they'll give you a a good lump sum but do you have a, a a system where you know, if somebody like myself just wanted to have so much come out of my paycheck automatically on a weekly basis, and and that is my donation, that is my contribution uh, to so- society. Do you have that kind of a system where, yes, we will? I- I'm sure you'll you'll take somebody's donation on a regular basis, but is there a, there's a system in place for that? So let me, let me so let me let me address that question, Joe, by just talking about how the fundraising works. Um, yes, please. And make a way. So we have we have a lot of different ways in which we uh, you know generate support for, to fulfill our mission. Um, one of the so obviously uh, cash donations are, are critical. I mean, uh, so we have a lot of different ways that we accomplish that. We um, uh, the chapters have their own. Um, uh, uh, ways that they do that by via like direct direct mail appeals, um, by their own by fund fundraisers that they do. Uh, they're inter- what we call internal fundraisers. Uh, also, in Make a Wish, we're very blessed to have uh, companies and organizations and individuals that will do fundraisers for us. We call those external fundraisers. Uh, they'll do them on their own to benefit us, and we just provide them guidance and uh, and support to to, to uh, have them do that fundraising for us. Um, we also have a, the, one of the great things about working with the national office in Phoenix, the national office has a, a uh, an amazing, uh, group of, of, uh, um, team, a, a team down there, uh, that helps all the chapters with, with, with various support roles. For example, like, uh, we have a corporate alliance team that helps develop some of our major, uh, national corporate alliances, like with Macy's, for example, and Disney and so on. So, um, we, um, uh, we, you know, we, we, we piggyback on those and, and, you, and utilize those, those relationships at the local level uh, to help raise money. Um, uh, and, and then, um, uh, but at the local level, we also have our own ways of, of developing corporate partnerships. Um, and then also uh, uh, we have our, uh, the national office that does a, a national direct mail appeal um, uh uh, uh, that has a, a national direct mail program. Um, and then we also have opportunities for online giving, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so there are a lot of different ways that people can support us. Also, by the way, especially with companies, um, the great thing about Make-A-Wish is that a lot of our wishes, um, we have the opportunity to be able to get in-kind support, especially for what I want to have wishes, you know, where companies can donate goods and services you know, to help make the wishes possible. And oh, right. like in our, in our, in our Northeast New York chapter, that those, um, that in-kind support uh, is hovers between a 400 and, and half a million dollars a year. So that's, that's significant wow. uh, to be able to get that kind of support to be able to make wishes happen. Um, so we work closely with the, um, with the national office to coordinate a lot of those fundraising efforts. Um, now we mentioned about payroll deduction programs. Those are, those kind of things are typically done on a local level. I mean, depending on what the companies are, um, we have a company here locally in our chapter that, that, that has uh, provided the opportunity for payroll, uh, payroll deductions to make a wish to their employees. Um, and we're looking to develop, to develop that with other companies as well. Um, yeah. That's done on a local level as opposed to a national level. Understood. Yeah. No, but you explained it very well. And and uh, I guess that's really what I was, was 
getting at is what are the dis- different systems for people to contribute yeah. financially? Yeah. Uh, and that's, the, I mean, great segue to you, Ray, to talk about this event that's on July 11th. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners and our viewers exactly what's the, cause that's a fundraiser. That's your chapter raising money right. for your region, correct? Mm-hmm. So why don't you uh, tell us about this event that's taking place on July uh, 11th? It started three years ago. Um, it actually started with a conversation with you, Joe. I don't know if you remember this, that uh, you said with the benefit band, we want to do something local. We're always doing things in Albany, Schenectady. Oh, right. Uh, but we right. want to do something for a local child or a local family. And it's something I've worked with you quite a bit in the past with, with right. bikes for kids and different things. Um, so that's where Wish Fest came about. Let's have a concert for a wish in our area okay i didn't uh, realize that was the beginning I'm that feel, was the beginning i'm feeling you pretty said, good right now right <laughs> it was like i want to do something local let's do something local yes I said, what about make a wish yeah so we worked with um jocelyn and chris Arndt, and they came to the city of amsterdam and we did it right down on the south side and um last year we did it again we were able to raise fifteen thousand dollars wow for a local child to get their wish um, all from year, that event, all from that event. So wow. um, we had bands come in and this year we're doing it again. Um, and it was supposed to be a live event, but thanks to you, um, we're able to do a virtual with the pandemic coming on. Unfortunately, we had to cancel the live event in person, mm-hmm. but thanks to Joe and wake up to the vibe. We were able to do it virtually and we have some great acts this year. We have flame. We have who was on your show last week. Uh, we have Jocelyn and Chris, uh, national AAA recording star. Uh, we have the Rock Junkies, which is a local band doing a ton of ton of events in the area. And we also have Madison Vandenberg from uh, American Idol. So with Joe's help, we're going to be on Wake Up to the Vibe and our Wish Fest page on July 11th, raising money for local wishes and to make those dreams and those wishes come true for those that children and that family. Uh, because wishes are local and the kids are local and it's going to be an event that we're going to um, highlight some wishes. We're going to highlight some kids. We're going to highlight community members. We're going to have amazing music and hopefully we hit our goal of raising another $15,000 so we can grant that wish for another local child and um, wishes are waiting. And that's something I'm sure Bill will talk about as we go forward. But with Wishfest, it really is about bringing the community together and um, having fun and highlighting the good in the world, just like Wake Up to the Vibe does. So when I reached out to you uh, when we found out it was canceled, you jumped on right away. Let's say, hey, let's make this happen. We can do this. And uh, thanks to you, this is still going to happen. Well, so so let me I want to back up a little bit. And thank you for that. I mean, it's my honor. I mean, it's 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 a privilege to be able, you know, uh, to be able to help you guys. And and it, what's funny, Ray, is I said yes because you know, you, you know, Bill Ray's one of these guys. Like you have a conversation with him, and next thing you know, you're walking away with all these tasks, right? <laughs> I'm like, what what did I just sign up for? <laughs> but I'm I'm happy to do it. And and, and we'll go back to a, a few years ago. I didn't realize that that was the beginning, and if if I remember yeah. correctly, I wasn't even able to do the event, which was no. <laughs> unfortunate. I got all excited. I'm like, yeah, let's do a concert. And then we weren't available. Yeah. And and I'm like, oh, man, I can't even be a part of it. Now I'm really bummed out about it because I didn't know you raised that much money. That is awesome. Um, so the last two years, this is our third year uh, so far with what this year's has raised. We've raised over thirty thousand dollars for Make a Wish. That's that's incredible. That's incredible. So so for our viewers, because I haven't really put the announcement out there, this is kind of like the first that we're really really talking about it. Uh, you and I worked last week on getting the stream working through the Make a Wish page, and you know, there's all these moving parts. You have to make sure that everything's good. Yes, uh, I can MC this. We could pull it off. Let's go. So going forward. Just so our viewers know, uh, what Ray is is talking about here is the fact that you're not able to do this concert at Shuttleworth Park or at any event locally because of the quarantine. So uh, there's a lot of online concerts going on now, and a lot of musicians are, are donating their time to help a cause. So 
I am going to push this uh, through Wake Up to the Vibe because, you know, obviously uh, we have an obligation, uh, okay, to to serve in general in life. That's not just Wake Up to the Vibe online on Facebook Live. I mean, we have an obligation as human beings to serve the greater the greater good in God's mm-hmm. eyes. That's um, that's my true belief. So so Ray and I were talking. And I'm kind of talking to the to the viewers now because Bill, I know you know this. Uh, but I said, "Hey, let's do this online and organize it so we can have all these mus- musicians show up, play their stuff, talk to them. Let's talk to the kids that are having wishes granted to. Let's let's bring this online, go virtual with this thing, and click the donate button. We haven't figured that piece out. I'm sure you have. Uh, you just got to tell me where that button is, and I'll." I'll send people to it. If you, know. you go to our Wish Fest face page on Facebook, um, there's a link there to donate. It's called awesome. tinyurl.com backslash wishfest. But you can donate right to our fundraiser, and all that money that's donated is going to go to granting a local child here in the 518. Yeah, this is this is super cool stuff. I have another video and I want to play it because it kind of plays into why Make a Wish America exists today and why it's so important to support your local division and donate. This is this is definitely a cause where your donation is helping a child in need. And you know, maybe the child's not in need of money or financial assistance, but in fulfilling a wish and going back to give them that spark, to give them that strength to fight the fight because they're fighting a fight. And uh, I think it's just amazing. So, so this next video, is it Tiago? Tiago. 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 And Joe, if I may just interject real quickly. Absolutely. Uh, 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 regarding this uh, video people are about to see. This this next video they're going to see about Tiago's Witch, which was also a wish assist that we provided to the Southern uh, Florida chapter uh, for a boy down in South Miami who wanted to, uh, he, who loved bobs, who was fascinated by bobsledding. And so he wanted to go bobsledding and he wanted to see snow. And so the, you know, the South Florida chapter said, well, who, who you know, where in the country do, you know, can they do this? And so we have, we have a, you know, we have a, uh, an Olympic uh, facility up at Lake Placid, New York. Um, uh, that, that was would be perfect. was the perfect setting for this. And a couple of, of our, uh, uh colleagues um have connections up there we actually have a, a, a board member who is a, a two-time uh, uh ski uh, alpine ski uh, uh olympic medalist andrew weibrecht who got involved in helping to make tiago's wish happen but the thing that's important about tiago's wish and why it got national attention by the national office was it was a it was a it's a perfect example of our partnership with each other as chapters, as well as with the national office. We could not have done his wish without support from the national office and without, without support, you know, from the, and then, and the, uh, you know, the work between our chapter and the Southern Florida chapter. So um, it's a great illustration about how we are, you know, while we have these 60 different chapters, we all have one, we're all focused on one thing, and that is to grant the wish of every eligible child. And if we can help grant a wish for a child from another part of the country, um, you know, here in our chapter, well, we, we are committed to making that happen. And we did that with Tiago's wish and with Trinity's. And, um, uh, and so it's, it, it just goes back to the beauty of what make a wish is all about. Yeah. Beautiful. Let me play the video. That, that was a great setup. So I can't say anything else over and above that. That was excellent. <laughs> so this is uh, Tiago from Miami wanting to go and see snow and experience what winter has to offer. And so we sent them up to Lake Placid, which is amazing. So uh, you're listening to Wake Up to the Vibe, and we're talking uh, with Bill Trigg, CEO of Make-A-Wish Northeast New York, and Ray Golick, manager of volunteer engagement. And here's the story of Tiago. He 
was watching uh, the Winter Olympics as he recovered and fell in love with the Winter Olympics, bobsledding in particular, snowboarding as well. Uh, he really enjoyed all of that. Helped him, uh, you know, in his recovery process. He always saw bobsledding and says, I want to ride one of those one day, you know? <laughs> They told us that there was a young boy, eight years old, Tiago Casano, who very much wanted to ride in a bobsled. And of course, there's no place in the world better to do it than in Lake Placid. When we arrived here and you saw the snow, it all started to settle in and oh, this is real. Uh, we're here and he hasn't stopped touching the snow. He is like, I need to get my hands on it. <laughs> I need to touch it, he says. Even outside the airport, um, uh, Mark from Make-A-Wish uh, taught him how to make his first snowball with the snow right outside the airport and, and he proceeded to like hit him 20 times with it. <laughs> First of all, we're, we're very blessed that, that uh, his recovery has gone as well as it has. Very blessed about that. We thank God and uh, very thankful to Make-A-Wish for making his dream, dreams come true. Make-A-Wish has been absolutely amazing and so has my family and everyone that's done such a beautiful job, you know, making his wish and all of us true. She's been wanting to see snow, snow for a long time, Gianna, so this has been you know, blessing for my whole family. Make a wish, America. I like what the what mom had to say there. That is a blessing for the entire family. And isn't that the truth, right? And there's something I'd like to announce too, Joe. Um if you tune in to Wishfest on July 11th, I believe we will be granting a wish. I was <laughs> check that question off of my list because <laughs> I was going to ask you if like what a perfect opportunity to grant a wish for for our viewers and those who are tuning in on July 11th uh, for that event. You had mentioned something earlier, and, and uh, did you tell me that Sue Blaze? Because I know Sue uh, was on the, the USA Women's Bobsled yes. Team. Uh, my former co-host back in the radio days, good dear friend of mine. Uh, what was what was her involvement? So Sue was, as you said, she was part of the team. So when I found out that it was coming here and it wanted to be bobsled, I reached out to Sue because she does have that experience and she was part of those teams. And she reached out to some of her former teammates to come and have dinner and meet with them. And it was actually some of the bobsledders from Cool Runnings from the um, actual cool runnings that the part of the Jamaican bobsled team. And they were here and they had dinner with Tiago and her and Porter actually went and met the family and helped develop that relationship and make it a little bit more special for the family. Wow. And for those of you uh, that are in upstate New York, we're talking about Sue Blaze Jeske. Uh, I call her Sue Blaze. That was my <laughs> high school name for her. So, uh, but Sue is just an awesome, awesome, awesome individual. And it's so nice to hear how she got involved in this. And watching his parents talk, watching his mother speak is like, man, if that just doesn't hit your heart, you know? And after talking to Blaze after the event and after it was over, uh, she ex expressed how much it changed her life. And um, sure. so it's not only changing the lives of the families, it's changing the lives of everybody involved. Um, and they were really overwhelmed by the family and the strength and the power of a wish. And she'll be the first one to tell you that. Yeah, the power of a wish. Oh, my gosh. So, wow. I mean, we covered a lot of stuff here. Bill, um, are we leaving anything out? Because I want to take advantage of this opportunity. A lot of people will watch this video throughout the day, the week, the month, the year. Uh, I, I tried to cover as much ground as we possibly could in, in 50 minutes. Uh, what are we leaving out? Uh, well, I, I, well, not much. I mean, but... I do want to just tell the, the, the viewing your viewing audience um, that just to tie it together now with respect to 
uh, how we've been um, impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, um, Ray mentioned earlier, you know, that one of the big themes in Make-A-Wish now is that wishes are waiting. All of our travel wishes, uh, which make up anywhere from, you know, 70 to 80% of the wishes that we grant, um, uh, are on hold right now, because obviously because of the, uh, you know, restrictions and so on. Um, and um, so we are, what we want folks to know is that we, that, you know, while, while their wishes are in hold, the hopes and dreams of these kids are not. And as I said in our, our virtual gala last week to our audience, um, you know, we cannot allow those hopes and dreams to become a, a victim of this pandemic. Mm. Um, and we, you know, so we are committed as a chapter as and, and across the entire Make-A-Wish enterprise to make sure that we will still grant the wish of every eligible child. It may take a little bit longer to do that, but we still need, very much need the support uh, of the public to help us, you know, to be able to make sure that, you know, when, um, when the green light goes on that we can start granting wishes again, especially travel wishes, that we can move full speed ahead to make them happen. So, um, I appreciate, you know, the the uh, the interest and the enthusiasm and and the uh, uh, support of your audience to to help us across, you know, wherever they are across the United States, you know, to please please uh, help your local chapter make a wish to make sure that they can make those wishes come true. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you that I've become a fan, and and I actually want information on becoming a volunteer. Yeah. You know, let's, I mean, I let's, tell you, so, you know, Joe, the important thing I want people to know is that, you know, people can see, they can literally see the impact that this, that, oh, yeah. that their support is having on the, on a particular child or family. You see, you saw it in Tiago's uh, video, you know, you saw what that impact was for that family. I mean, and this, this happens with every wish experience. And so it's, um, that's why I think, you know, make a wish is a compelling, um, charity for people to support because um it is making a big difference in these lives of these kids and 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 in many cases it's, it's transforming their lives in ways that they never thought possible and as i said helping them to do more and to be more with their lives than anybody thought possible so i think that's the, the great hallmark of make-a-wish and that's why i'm proud to be part of make-a-wish and ray and all of our team and 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 so um thank you thank you for this opportunity to be able to share today the pleasure is all mine. I'm telling you, you guys are fantastic. Ray, thank you very much for putting this together. I mean, I'll give the credit to you uh, for staying on me <laughs> and making sure that it happened. And Bill, uh, I want to thank you so much for joining us. If there's anything we can do for you guys going forward, we're looking forward to joining you on July 11th uh, for the Make-A-Wish Fest. And that's from 6 to 9 six to yeah. nine uh, we'll we'll make sure they know about it ray don't you worry yeah. about that hey yeah. wishing you guys a great day thank you so much for joining me here on wake up to the vibe hey thanks joe you bye, got guys it. bye vibe tribe all right all right we're gonna there you have it ladies and gentlemen make a wish america uh, that was CEO of the Northeast New York chapter, Bill Trigg, along with Ray Golick, who is the manager of volunteer engagement upstate New York.